This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome back to The Good Life. I'm Guy Barron. Every Saturday, noon to one, it's Lunch Hour with Good Life Guy here at the Odyssey Good Life Studio, uh, 1330 or 98.7. You can find it either way. And don't forget, podcasts are available immediately after the show. Uh, go to knssradio.com or there's a link at goodlifeguy.com. On the phone with me is a super taster indeed. Uh, Mandy Naglak put together a book called How the Taste, A Guide to Discovering Flavor and Savoring Life. And believe me, it makes a difference. And uh, Mandy, one of the chapters that I enjoyed most was chapter eight, one plus one makes seven, Uh, mustard and brownies. Can you talk about that chapter and give a little background? Yeah, it's been really fun, actually, to see people on Instagram tag me making their mustard brownies. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, the whole chapter is about flavor pairing, not just, you know, we often think of pairing as pairing our wine with our entree or things like this, but it really um, focuses on pairing ingredients, so pairing your different tastes, how saltiness um, reduces our ability to taste bitterness a little bit. So things like the salt on the rim of your margarita will make everything taste sweeter and less bitter. Uh, So those kind of interactions, as well as the way that something like a sour mustard interacts with something that's slightly bitter, rich chocolate in a brownie. Um, And I was able to blind taste many people on different uh, types of brownies to make sure that they actually mustard brownies actually are delicious and in those blind tastings many people chose the mustard brownie over the standard brownie recipe and a brownie recipe with espresso which is sort of known to pump up those chocolate flavors and brownies so a really fun interaction that a mustard sommelier uh pointed me toward (laughs) and and i think the (laughs) sentence right after that when you identified that at chapter eight was and who would have thought is there a sommelier for everything these days it almost seems like it yeah, even down there's water sommeliers out there. Um, all I interviewed several olive oil sommeliers for the book, so um, they really have taken that word and applied it to a lot of different things. A lot of things, pretty cool. Uh, I yeah, did, I didn't see it. Is there uh, a link to the brownies recipe in the book? Um, yep. Yeah. So the website for the book is how to taste how to and it has some expanded things like the chapter about flavor wheels. There's a bunch of flavor wheels in there, different judging criteria, as well as our mustard brownie recipe is up there too. Yeah, it's worth, <laughs> it's worth trying. If you, 
you know, some of the strangest ingredients. So well, it's like it's like rubbing coffee on on your tenderloin before you put it in the oven, beef tenderloin. Mm-hmm. You know, some people go, what? definitely coffee and beef. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, makes a difference. So I look forward to trying right. that. You know, yeah, got- the mustard. It doesn't. It doesn't taste like mustard. You know, the brownies don't like taste like mustard. They just taste a little brighter and a little more um, vibrant than uh, maybe something that tastes a little more dark and rich. So that's definitely why. And the other way to do a mustard brownie is also just add two tablespoons of Dijon mustard to a box of brownie mix, and you'll get the same the same effect. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, of all the things in life, if you like to eat and drink and of all the things that I am good at, eating and drinking is pretty close to the top of the list. Um, and it's just so fun when you when you discover something like that, putting mustards in a, in your brownie, or you know, the first time you have a certain type of herb or seasoning or or, or spice, or the first time you have a specific ethnic cuisine and how it impacts you, and if you're thoughtful and you know, and I if I could discover a food and a wine thing different every day. And I nearly do. My life would be even better. And if you have a copy of How to Taste, a guide to discovering flavor and savoring life, you would know how that is. And uh, and you did a great job, young lady. Oh, well, thank you. Um, it was I, part of the research I really enjoyed for sure was um, learning about taste and our health as well. To your point, if you tasted something new every day, you say you'd live a happier life, but also you would have a, a stronger memory and it was really fascinating to look at the studies at how our brains change physically after just something like six weeks of studying taste and smell. You can actually see the olfactory bulb in your brain start to grow and change, and it's really deeply connected to our memory. So it's a way to really improve your memory. And beyond that, studies showed that people who had big, healthy olfactory bulbs going into COVID were less likely to uh, get COVID, to contract the disease. So there's a lot of mysteries about how it's completely related to our health, but science is working on trying to figure those out. Well, and, there, and you just reminded me of something that I should have included sooner, but it's never too late. Uh, <laughs> talk about the, it, it, what your mom ate or didn't eat while you were in the womb and how that affects you as, <laughs> as an individual after you were born. Yes. I mean, that's, we start tasting long before we ever put anything in our mouth. Um, they have done a lot of studies, which are really fun, uh, about the diets of mothers and then the uh, reaction their babies have to those foods. So one was making mothers drink, uh, I think it was 16 ounces of carrot juice at every meal, which is quite a lot, so a lot of carrot exposure to the baby. And um, when the baby was born, the babies who were exposed to carrot juice, when they were exposed to a carrot, they would turn toward the carrot smile. And babies who weren't exposed to carrots in the the womb the same way um, would just, you know, they wouldn't, reject the food but they wouldn't smile they wouldn't lean toward it they were definitely very cautious and uh the idea is that the more you're exposed to in the womb the less of a picky eater you will be when you grow up um and there's another really fun study about people who were fed formula when formula had a lot of vanilla flavor to it they did a study in germany with a ketchup tasting and they said do you like ketchup a or ketchup b more and ketchup a had vanilla in it which sounds disgusting to me um, vanilla ketchup, but uh, the people who were fed formula liked ketchup A more with those vanilla notes just because it's ingrained in them from the time they were a really young child to uh, crave and enjoy vanilla from their formula. So we start tasting long before we ever 
we ever consciously are focusing on our, our aromas and flavors. Well, now I know why I feel like I do because <laughs> my mom must have ate a lot of chocolate because I, uh, chocolate is a part of my major food group categories. <laughs> and then I know this to be true. She must have drank a lot because I, I really like the full gamut of alcoholic beverages. But Oh, well, maybe that's. Well, maybe she just ate a lot of fermented foods. You know, we <laughs> all those flavors of fermentation and alcohol are in things like cheese, kimchi, even chocolate is technically fermented, yep. coffee. Yep. So, and, you know, we got to give her the benefit of the doubt on that one. And I like all those things. So, yeah, that's a that's a very diplomatic way to put it. Uh, <laughs> Mandy, that's great. So what's next for you? You got your first book out uh, and uh, you got another book in mind yet? Uh, you, you, you know, your videos are a lot of work to put together. Do you do, are you doing any live classroom stuff uh, where, where you live? Yes. Uh, so I actually just got back from a four city tour doing uh, different tasting seminars and resources. I do a lot of professional trainings as well. Uh, one of the trainings I do is called Flavor 360. And it's really taking what we were talking about at the beginning of the book, all of your environment. How does that affect? what you're tasting. So helping restaurants kind of build the perfect flavor environment to really showcase their foods and drinks, um, working with people who just want to be better tasters. We did a really fun tasting in Connecticut across chocolate, honey, cheese. And then the, the final test was telling the difference between Coke and Pepsi uh, for everyone. And by the time they'd trained up over the hour, they were all able to really tell the difference. Um, so just fun things like that. I really am going to take the next year and focus on getting the message of how to taste out there before we start thinking of many other books. Oh, and to your good. point about uh, videos, I love. I went to school for broadcast journalism, so I'd love to think of a way to translate this into yeah. a visual medium somehow. Well, there's another thing we have in common. I did too. I went to University of Miami, got a degree in mass communications. That was the overall, but my uh -huh. expertise was in broadcasting, radio, TV, and and, and writing and uh, well, what fun uh, yeah. I, there's so many other things we could talk about I need to, I, what I really want to do is get you to come to Wichita and structure an event for our chapter of the American Institute of Wine and Food I think uh, it would be great fun well, that would be great yeah so we'll talk I, I'm glad I got your contact info and if you ever uh, get a bee in your bonnet and you want to talk about something that you've recently discovered or that you want to refresh for people that are interested in food and wine, you know how to get a hold of me too. So what fun. Absolutely. Well, I want you to have a great yeah. weekend and I appreciate all the time you spent with us. Thanks a bunch. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you have some tasty adventures ahead of you. You and me both. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. After my birthday weekend, I, everything is a tasting adventure. I'm just glad to be able to taste. What a treat. There you go. Savoring life. Well, we're going to give away a copy of the book now, but before I promote that i'll just say mandy naglick thanks for being a part of this uh, program today and folks you got to go uh, the best thing to do to get uh, exposure to everything is go to goodlifeguy.com i got links to everything maggie mandy and and do some googling and and looking around and you'll see all the things she's been up to and more importantly there's links at goodlifeguy.com to get a copy of the book uh it's uh, you you can find it everywhere and uh, some of the articles and things that you have done recently to promote the book are, are, are really fun to see what other people have uh, questions they've asked you and, and, and some of the responses, great stuff. So Mandy, have a great weekend and uh, thanks for being a part of the program. 
You too. Thanks so much for having me. We'll see you. Okay, folks, you know how the, this works. Max is ready at the telephone. The, all the lights are out right now, so if you call right now, 316-869-1330, caller number five gets a copy of How to Taste, A Guide to Discovering Flavor and Savoring Life by Mandy Nagley. Call now. We'll be right back with the wine of the week and some other fun things. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.